Welcome to a Wednesday, January 10th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. We will start off today with a really quick Green Lantern Corps movie update. So David S. Goyer was out promoting Krypton at the, the TCAs and was asked by IGN for an update. And he called it, he just called it, quote, still in the works. And he's not sure when he'll be able to give an update saying, I don't know, who knows, especially with what's currently going on with the DC universe. That's obviously, there's obviously a whole recalibration happening with that right now. So um, nothing, hardly anything encouraging if you want to see this film soon, but it, I mean, it's not canceled. So there's that. Yeah, we haven't heard anything in a, in a while about this film at all. So just hearing from Goyer that, you know, like you said, it this is better than nothing and it's definitely better than just saying oh this movie is canceled but it i don't know it doesn't really make you too excited for the prospect of it coming out anytime soon but we'll see and that was i believe a year ago jan was that january of last year that you know basically the last time we had an update when goyer and justin rhodes were reported to be writing it and that's the last time we've had an actual update so um yeah not a lot of information on that no uh, next up, Sci-Fi has released the official trailer for Krypton, a uh, short one-minute look at it, but we get a lot of stuff in this trailer that we haven't seen before, including the first look at Adam Strange. Yeah, it's just a quick, I mean, it's a, it's a quick trailer, not a whole lot story other than the general premise, which we already knew, um, but it gives us a lot of quick action shots, nothing too well, obviously focuses on Cameron Cuff, the star of the show, and doesn't give us much else, but I, I liked what I did see out of this. What did you think, Zach? Yeah, I really, really liked it. You know, one of the things I was worried about this show is the special effects and kind of the, the city building. You want to see Krypton kind of in its full glory, like this big, huge, cool-looking city. And the little glimpses that we got in this looks like they did a really great job on the set and the, the city designing and everything. So I'm so far, I'm, I'm pretty blown away by the effects and... I don't know that the music and the dialogue and everything. It just it got me pretty pumped. Yeah, I think that'll sci-fi. I've seen some sci-fi stuff, and their effects are pretty good. They just have to be really choosy on when they use them. You know, it's a very small portion of the time that they have effects written shots, and then most of the stuff is in sets, interior somewhere. Which I would expect that to be the same for Krypton. But what we've seen, I really liked. Um, what do you think of our first look at Adam Strange? Yeah, so he's just. Kind of looks like a normal guy in a, a hoodie and <laughs> some jeans, which, I mean, Adam Strange is a normal guy. That's kind of his whole character is that he's just a normal, well, he's an archaeologist. I guess not a lot of people are archaeologists, but he's just a normal guy and he gets transported to another planet. And so that looks like what it happened to him. He he doesn't have the jetpack. He doesn't have his spacesuit. So maybe we'll see that. Maybe not. Um, but yeah, it's it's kind of weird seeing just this guy in normal clothes next to these people on krypton with their crazy futuristic not futuristic clothes yeah i thought that was i was trying to think of an in-story reason why he would be wearing those a baseball cap and a hoodie um because you would think well he maybe he doesn't want to wear his adam strange costume so he doesn't stand out on krypton but i don't think that outfit is any more discreet right <laughs> on the planet so uh yeah it makes me think maybe he was it makes me think maybe he was didn't know he was going to be sent there uh but i do hope he gets his costume at some point and uh gets his his jetpack and everything like that so we see full-on adam strange at least at some point in the season yeah and you know i think that would be an interesting story arc storyline basically is he's accidentally sent there he doesn't know how he ends up there and you know he's trying to hide out among all of the 
the Kryptonians that he doesn't know. So, um, but yeah, like you said, I hope at some point he gets past just some random human in a baseball cap. Yeah, me too. I also thought, does that look like a bottled city to you? It. I don't know. I, I went back and watched it again and tried to, I don't know. It might be, but we'll, we'll have to see. Well, we know Brainiac has been cast, so I, I think yeah. it would make sense if that is a bottled city. Yeah. So they also did a presentation for Krypton, uh, Sci-Fi did, at the TCA, the Television Critics Association, uh, with the press tour. And uh, with the show being in its own universe, it can have a different take on the story with, you know, characters showing up like Doomsday and a potential ending. Um, I know this this trailer kind of says, it uh, doesn't it have a line about changing the story or changing the legend or something like that? Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I and I kind of, I'm fine with them changing the legend, the story of it with, um, with it being in its own universe. If maybe, maybe Krypton doesn't explode. Maybe they send off Superman and Krypton doesn't explode. That'd be okay. But I don't, um, this is two generations before that had happened anyway. So I don't know how much time we're going to actually, the ending isn't really important, although I mean, it always is, but, um, I'm curious about the rest of it. Yeah. And then David Goyer was asked if other space heroes like Green Lantern or Omega Man could show up. And he said, it's this gateway into the DC science fiction universe. The Phantom Zone figures into the show, which means we can delve into other times and other planets eventually, even the inclusion of Adam Strange. That should tip you off that it's not going to just be set on Krypton. That is some exciting stuff. Yeah, this is, yeah. <laughs> they've had hints that they might show the Hawk people, uh, Adam Strange and stuff like that. I think kind of like with Goyer's Constantine TV series, which was 13 episodes, it's basically all Constantine, but they introduced a a pre-Spectre Jim Corrigan and stuff like that. And they wanted to get into more, you know, maybe a, an Alec Holland Swamp thing, introduce more of that. I think very similar to Krypton, they can, if it's successful and goes many years, which they say they have an outline or, or plans for up to seven and eight, seven to eight years. If it's that successful, um, I think we could see more of more planets and more stuff like that in sort of the, the cosmic side of DC. Yeah. And obviously, you know, it, it seems obvious in retrospect, it's on sci-fi that they're really going to focus on the science fiction portion of, you know, Krypton and Superman and all these different DC uh, properties. But um, it's just exciting to hear that that is really a focus with, with Goyer and something that really gets me excited because I love science fiction. Yeah, agreed. And that's what's, you know, sort of, that's the whole point of the show is, is showing the sci-fi-ness and then mixing in some superheroics and stuff like that and comic book mythology. Uh, Jeff Johns was also asked about Adam Strange, and he said he's an unlikely hero. He's the unlikely choice of shouldering this burden of trying to stop someone from the present, trying to prevent this Superman legacy. Adam Strange is a character that doesn't really embody what Superman does as far as honor and justice, doesn't really know right from wrong, but looks up to Superman. Yeah, he is a normal, normal guy. And it sounds like maybe he's he's not completely altruistic and kind of looking out for himself so again it just it builds this mystery up of how did he end up on krypton did somebody choose him did he step in the wrong place at the wrong time and how did he end up being the one that was sent there so i, I i'm so excited for this because i love the character of adam strange and it seems like he's gonna have a pretty fairly large focus and that's in a live action tv show and that's something that i never really thought i was gonna see yeah absolutely um and executive producer cameron walsh also added that adam strange gets to become a proxy for the audience in a lot of ways He's the fish out of the water in this alien world, which really makes sense. I mean, he's a, he's a present day earthling and you're sending him back 200 years to a foreign planet. 
um, I think that's kind of a, a neat way to have him be the way in and sort of how we, that way they have a way to explain the world naturally within the, the confines of the story without having to, I don't think you necessarily have to have that, but I think it could, could lead to some fun comedy and some other yeah, stuff some, with that. Some fun comedy and, you know, they don't have to do the crazy amount of unbelievable exposition where like people who live on Krypton explaining to other people who live on Krypton what things are and how they work. You're just like, well, they already know that because they live there. So this, this gives them a very, like you said, a very natural way to get some of that explanation done because they're having to explain it to this earthling who's basically like us and has been transported to this this crazy planet yeah so i mean that's a pretty big update on krypton i'm so excited to see what the next a longer trailer probably before release on march 21st but i like what i've seen so far i'm curious how much how much is of the adam strange and other heroes are involved and how much i'm expecting the bulk to be obviously about krypton so i'm curious to see how they balance that and everything but yeah definitely excited Last thing today is just a little Warner Brothers studio executive reshuffling. I don't, we didn't, won't talk about this too much because it's tough to guess how much it directly impacts DC, but the rap had an article and WB president and chief content officer Toby Emmerich has been promoted to chairman of the motion picture group. So he is going to be taking on a larger role. He'll have green light power, which he previously shared with WB CEO Kevin Sujahara. He's going to be taking on a lesser role with the films he's going to be overseeing now and not managing the, the day to day. Um, don't know how much this is going to impact DC directly, obviously, but Emmerich has talked about how important DC is in the past. Um, I know a lot of people are want to point fingers at WB executives from because of Justice League, but all in all, uh, WB has had a great year, made over five billion globally this year. So it's tough to or last year, um, it's tough to blame them too much. And Blair Rich is going to take over as president of worldwide marketing for Sucrol. Again, don't know how much that impacts, but I thought I think overall WB's marketing has been great the last twenty years since Luke Curl's been involved. So, um, you know, change could be good or bad, but it's a well-oiled machine there. I think it'll be fine. Yeah, and again, there's you know just some a little bit of shakeup, not really shakeup, just kind of like you said, reshuffling people moving around within Warner Brothers, and um, so far nothing really crazy or any drastic changes, which um, is good, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow.